0: Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. My name is Matt and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking?
1: Uh, You nailed that right there. Nailed it! (laughs) It Took
0: me one try. Uh, Two tries.
1: So I am just uh, leisurely sipping a Prosper... I'm sorry, a Proper Cider. Oh, a Proper. By uh, Shafly because a friend, Eric, who works at Shaflai, was kind enough to send this to me. Um, Oh, he works
0: there? He does. Nice. I'll be honest, I already drank the cider.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying Uh, to go over, like, sessionable ones, because we have a few episodes,
0: and... Yeah. Uh, Well, I didn't, and I... (laughs) Yeah. This is a eight point two percent. Um this is a sour IPA.
1: Okay. I have not, I, I have not had a sour IPA before. That sounds like something. It's a
0: sour I New England IPA. It I just had it on Tuesday. When is this? We're recording on a Thursday. It's from Weldworks and it's called Conflict Resolution. And it's based off of beers that are made by uh, brewing company called Hudson Valley, mm. which makes some of the best uh, sour IPs I've ever had.
1: I'm guessing that's a New York based.
0: Uh, yes, New York. Mm. Yeah, this, this right. is an excellent beer. <laughs> <sighs> hold on, hold on.
1: Mm. Oh, that's f- full.
0: Yeah, look, you see it. It's like yeah. cloudy, sour.
1: So I'm just curious. have you Have you ever drank in a beer that wasn't brewed from Weldworks?
0: First of all, I don't drink in anything. Dr- um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Did I say that? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So the Works thing uh, happens to be nearby. They make great beers. I was just there on Tuesday. I have a party that I'm throwing on Saturday, and I stocked my entire beer fridge filled with cans, all local stuff, all really high-end stuff. So I just have a case of well Mm works stuff to go through i have a case of out of range case of uh some other random stuff but i wanted to keep it light today i I have a bunch of like really like high alcohol beers from other places besides colorado and other breweries it's just that they're you know 10 plus percent alcohol (laughs) although this is pretty high up there 8.2 is
1: high high. uh i'll i'll meet you with a 10 on the next episode
0: all right, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, I'll, I'll get I'll get something different. I'll get an outside of Colorado beer. Deal. And I'll do something not IPA ish. Okay. I, right.
1: And you know what? I'll go IPA ish.
0: All right. Mm. There we go. Mm-hmm. A little switcheroo. Maybe. Uh, I want. Yeah. So uh, the quote which we had today, the uh, the catchphrase, "Do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do," is actually from. Our good friend, friend of the show, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> uh, but it was sent in by Miguel Herrera, I believe. Mm. And I rolled my R cr- very terribly. I was, his, I was pretty impressed. Herrera, yeah. I try. Look, I'm trying. I'm trying here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Looks like you're sweating. I can
0: only, I, I kind of <laughs> am.
1: Take, take uh, the sweatshirt off, then.
0: Yeah, well, dude, I just bought this sweet-ass hoodie from Old Navy.
1: Hmm.
0: Brand new. I had a. I have this. I buy the same hoodie twice a year, and the last one I had to throw it out. It was just disgusting. Steph's like, throw it out. Come on. <laughs> there a hole, you have a hole in it. I'm like,
1: when she saying just throw it out, she was thinking it for months, and finally no, got she, it. Was,
0: she was. She's like, burn it, burn it, <laughs> burn it all the way. <laughs> uh, join the Listen Money Matters community on Facebook. Visit listenmoneymatters.com/community to send in catchphrases, and we need some catchphrases for the show. Going forward, are we, how good, how good are we on catch races? Uh, we got like, we got, we got a uh, backlog, but not too many. I was so, going to say
1: not too many. I feel like we got like two, three, maybe. Yeah. And we're going to be sweating. All
0: right. Well, listen, let's get into it today because, uh, I, uh, feel very proud of myself because I did a lot of research on this topic. I woke up this morning. I was like,
1: damn, Matt, like looked <laughs> things up on this. I and- did.
0: <laughs> You know, uh, we live in a very um, tumultuous time mm. right now. And I am a little bit of a political junkie, I'm sure. I think you're a news junkie, right? You would call yourself that? Yeah. You
1: know, it's been really hard to avoid it because every other news article is about some ridiculous political something. I'm, yeah. I'm so over it, but I can't stop. It's like watching a fire or something.
0: I'm the same way. I would lo- like, I. I would love to just be pious and say like oh I don't pay attention to that stuff like it's all it's a circus I, I can't not care. I can't yeah I know. It's just is
1: not possible for me. Can't do it.
0: So but I But this I, is not necessarily political what we're going to talk it's about. It's not, but it's 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 it, can it has a lot to do with the time.
1: Some yeah. ideological things. We're going to talk sure. about it strictly. We're going to try to cover both sides and be money focused.
0: Yes. Alright, so the reason I brought this topic up because I saw it on Vox, which is my favorite news site. Super leaning, left leaning uh site. I would even though they don't consider themselves that, I think it is. Uh I thought about this thing called stock buybacks. Mm-hmm. Or just buybacks in general. And it's like a thing now. But it's been a thing it, for like It's happened for 30 a long, years. long
1: time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's uh But it's happening more in 2018 than it's ever happened, ever. 2018 is like the year it exploded. And so therefore, it got into the news and financial news specifically. And there are some political stuff that was the catalyst as to why it's the biggest year that we've had that uh, corporations are doing this. So I want to talk about what it is first. And And we are going to discuss... What this actually means for you as an individual living in America mm. or, or the world, really. Like it, it, it,
1: it, A lot of the U.S. country co- companies are global, and this isn't only a U.S. phenomenon.
0: But I will, I will say that this practice of doing a buyback is legal in America, and it's illegal in a lot of other countries. Mm. Uh, maybe not illegal, but uh, definitely frowned upon. So that is, <laughs> that is everything. So let's talk about what it is first. Do you, do you want to take this one or?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so a stock buyback is essentially when a company, um, buys shares of themselves. So Apple has some extra cash and they're like, we're going to buy some shares of A A P L Cause who doesn't love Apple more than us? We're Apple. Yeah. And you know, That then is like the same thing. If you were like Berkshire Hathaway or Coca Cola, Mm -hmm. you're you're buying your own stock. That that is it essentially,
0: right? And speaking of Apple, uh, they actually did this recently.
1: In the past, uh, I want to say, or since like, I want to say past like five or so years, it's been three hundred and ten billion
0: dollars they've spent on yeah, on buying back their own stock. Yes. Okay.
1: 310 billion.
0: Billion. Yeah. What why would a company want to even buy back their own stock? So
1: obviously we did some research, but if like I think from a very base level, if it's like if I think Apple is a good value and I want to buy Apple, why mm-hmm. would an Apple want to buy Apple if it's a good value? Right? right. Like you know, you have some cash, you're looking to invest it, you know, it happens mm-hmm. to be in themselves. So I think, like, at a base level, you know, I could say, cool, I can get on board with that logic.
0: So, like, if, all right, my understanding of it and why they would want to do this.
1: Well, and I'm saying, like, this is this that's, is kind of right, the outward the, logic, not necessarily the underlying nuances. I think that's kind of what you're you
0: well, so yeah, they say. they there's a couple of reasons why a company themselves would want to do this and would tell the outside world why they're doing this. Well, let's say right? the
1: outside world reasons because I okay. think they're they're the most soundbite. So,
0: okay, so uh, uh, yeah, for the corporations themselves, right? So, a mean, corporation they have all this extra cash, right? Mm-hmm. And they can use debt to buy their own buybacks too, which is fucked up, I think, but. Okay. You know, let's just assume they're they're cash positive. They have uh, they're they're you know we're in this economic like boom right now where all these all these balance sheets are like crushing right, and they have mm-hmm. a lot of this extra cash on hand, and so the company's like let's we're gonna invest in ourselves. We're buying back our own company. Like we're we're gonna invest in ourselves, and instead of you know in 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 lieu of you know building more factories or facilities, in lieu of paying their workers more money, in lieu of more research and development for new products or service, services or expansion. They're just buying it back into themselves. Now, another reason is uh, maybe like Tesla, for example, you know, kind of got shitted on in the media, right? There was a point where there were a
1: bunch of like car fires. Uh, yeah. And we had talked about this way, way back, but yeah. statistically, it was way less than, you know, gas powered cars. So, a company like Tesla could be like, wow, people are being dramatic. This is a ridiculous deal, you know?
0: Yep, and that they feel like they're being undervalued. Their stocks are being undervalued because people are selling them off when something stupid like this happens or, like, a, you know, one accident and they're selling their – you know, a lot of people are selling their stocks in Tesla and it's like, well, they feel like they've been unduly punished and so they buy back their own stocks, which, which gives less stock to be on the open market. Which basically raises hold, hold, the price hold, hold, of the individual hold, hold.
1: So, stocks. So, 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 yes, but, but, uh, I don't. That was so. You like? Bleh! <laughs> Did I go too far? <laughs> well, okay. So, so basically, what what you said is that um, if they buy back this shares, there'll be less yeah. shares available, and so it'll yeah. drive the price up
0: of the existing shares on the market.
1: Right. So, so there's like this. Time that we're talking about with Tesla where like, you know, there's like car fires and everyone's selling it. And so it's cheap. Great deal. And so they're yes. going to buy it. Makes super sense. Today, we're at some of the high. I think we're actually there. There's this thing called the Schiller uh, Index. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I talked about it with you or no. Um, it's like just the general P.E. of like the market. And like it's like a how expensive are things like. Yeah. Tongue on the finger in the air. Where's the wind yep. blowing type thing? Yep. And that's the highest it's ever been ever. So, <laughs> and, and if you look at a lot of stocks, their P-E ratio is the highest it's been ever. So this idea
0: of... Is that price to earnings?
1: Yes. Okay. P-E is price to earnings. So the okay. idea is that um, it would make sense to buy Apple if Apple was a great deal because then it'll appreciate. But right now, uh, everything is at the most expensive it's ever been, which... Right would perhaps imply that it is not a good time to buy cuz everything's expensive. Right. Maybe peakish.
0: Right. But the idea they're saying is they would buy back if they if a company feels like they've been uh unduly punished in the media mm. or by the by the world or whatever, they can for their for their current investors, they can buy back their own stock which would increase the price of the of per share so that their investors that are currently that stayed with them, their, their value per share increases.
1: And I think that like cuts to the heart of the, the incentives of why it's happening.
0: And so, and then the big, well, the other reason I think, which is the, the one that, uh, you know, even that they, even that they'll say, and I'll just read this verbatim, uh, Another reason for a buyback is for compensation purposes. Companies often award their employees and management with stock rewards and stock options. Mm. To make due on rewards and options, companies buy back shares and issue them to employees and management. And this helps to avoid dilution of existing shareholders. So
1: so to kind of unpack that real quick. Yeah. uh, So if you work at Apple, uh, Apple corporate, um, you will almost certainly – be getting some amount of shares as part of your compensation. If you worked in uh, Wall Street Bank when I was at Lehman Brothers and and then at Barclays, uh, I got what were called RSUs or restricted stock units as part of my compensation. And so um, the company needs shares to give to employees and they could either buy them from the market and then Mm -hmm. stockholders love that or they can create new shares out of thin air which stockholders hate because it reduces the value of the shares they already own. So right. being that it's the company's job to act on behalf of shareholders, they, they try to buy them.
0: So, I mean, this is what they're telling the, the outside world, right? There's, there's a positive, there's a reason for doing this, which is the company is saying we're investing in ourselves, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And so we're buying back our own shares Ultimately, what it's doing is there—it's rewarding their existing shareholders. Yes. Because what's what it's doing is it's taking less shares off the market. It's taking some shares off the, off the open market. market, so like right.
1: constraining the supply.
0: Yep. So that the value of the individual stocks that the, that people own goes up in value. Now, um, there is another way this can be done. Right? There's another way that exact sentiment. There's You're another way that I c- give money back to shareholders through dividends. Mm. Right? And why doesn't a company why you know because there's 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 a couple of options that a company can can like let's say a company has a surplus of cash, right? Uh, and they need to do something with that cash because the shareholders are going to start bitching if they're if like Apple's hoarding a bunch of cash. They're like and, well, what and the they hell? were.
1: They had like the largest cash pile ever and so eventually yeah. convinced Apple to do buybacks and dividends of which and do you know, neither and existed do you know, while Steve Jobs was around.
0: Do you know how they did that? How? Oh, so yes, do
1: you, I do, but tell me.
0: Okay. I, I read about this and this is the first time I've ever You're heard of it. You're talking this. about the overseas thing and no, I'm talking about the there's so there's something called activist investors. Oh,
1: yes, like Carl Icahn.
0: I can. Like Carl Icahn, who who did this? Yeah. Who bought a bunch of shares in Apple uh-huh. to get enough votes to to grandstand, force them to do a buyback. They did the buyback, and then he sold all the shares cuz he made all that extra money.
1: Yeah. Cuz they're basically giving the billions back to and he gets X percent
0: essentially. Right. It's it's kind of I mean, you can only do that if you have just fuck you money to spend on that kind of thing. Right. So, okay. but it's a short term gain. It's a real short term gain for the, like big, for guys that have a, or guys or gals that have a fuck ton of money or, or, you know, work for, or, or, you know, part of a hedge fund or whatever, where they can just buy a bunch, take, you know, basically take, have a, have a lot of votes on the board, you know, strong arm Apple into doing a buyback. They end up doing one, their stock prices that they own go up, and then they sell it and bounce.
1: Right. So so it is a bit short-term focused. Um, or perhaps very short-term focused. But, but I want to maybe like peel the conversation off directly from buybacks into two things. One, yeah. you had said, uh, you know, there's another way to do it besides buybacks. Yeah. Dividends. Yeah. Um, the one, I mean, caveat, I guess, is so, Matt, you have you know, your betterment account and you have investments, mm-hmm. um, dividends are taxed differently than if you were to have Apple shares, right. they go up and then you sell them. So for really big share like shareholders of Apple, right. institutional investors, uh, rich people, it is more financially beneficial to receive stock gains than dividends. Cause dividends yeah. come as like income.
0: Well, that's a thing. Like uh, a company has a few options when they have a bunch of cash on hand, and it's it's bad for a company, a big company, a publicly traded company like Apple to keep cash on hand because one, um, the investors are going to start bitching because mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, like that's that's profit. Like that should go to us. Like we're we're we own the company." Uh, and also, people like you know predatory you know predators, basically these active investor types. You know, we'll see a company that's hoarding cash, and do exactly what the icon guy did, right? Mm. Or the ICANN. like, like they're they're worried about that too. So they can either keep the cash, which is fine, but the shareholders are going to be, you know, they're going to be mad. They can pay a dividends to the investors, mm. right? They can do a stock buyout, meaning buy their own stocks, or they can take that money and invest it into growth opportunities for the company, like. Opening up new factories, facilities, so, so services. I want to
1: talk about that for a minute.
0: I do too, because
1: um, if you read about stock buybacks, uh, everyone comes out really hard against them as like the worst thing ever. And yeah, we we will at the end kind of land on something. Up. Sure. And I don't know that I'm the biggest fan, but. I actually want to draw a conclusion to these uh, Trump tax cuts for, for a good reason, other than to well, that's, the guy's so name that,
0: up. Okay, so that's one of the reasons but, but hold that the, it's on the rise, hold, that this hold, whole hold stock the, buyback is happening.
1: Yes, because they have more money. Um, but uh, the thing is, so the idea behind the, the uh, tax cuts is that if you give companies money, they will invest it and you know in growing the company i mean that, okay. that's that's the cusp like the pretty much the the cornerstone of the idea however right. you, if you you, you I,
0: hold Well, i'm just saying like to to base to make that even more like mm. you're basically giving a company money in in the form of stocks so that they can grow so that that stock is worth more so they make more money so that you can make more money as an individual wait wait right? wait, 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 wait no did you so, miss that yeah so, i'm just dumbing I, I feel like i'm dumbing it down basically The whole idea of buying a stock in, let's say, Tesla is you're giving Tesla your money to Tesla only gets your money
1: during the IPO. After that, I'm selling Tesla to you or you're selling Tesla to me. And Tesla doesn't get any piece of that. So the stock going up and stuff doesn't usually help them much at all. Got it. Um, But on these tax uh, refunds or or just deductions, you know— Four hundred some odd bi- or just a ton of money was given back to companies, and the idea is that the companies will invest in themselves, and you know, like you said, build more factories, make more cars,
0: like grow the economy. Yeah. However, enter a new field, perhaps.
1: Right, but here's the thing: if if you are Apple or Tesla or you know Swim University or Listen Money Matters. You are already heavily incentivized to invest in growing your company. And chances are, if you're not an asshole or terrible leader, you are doing that to the best of your ability. And so, if Apple sees an amazing opportunity, they are going to invest in that. They're not waiting for tax refunds. Like, ah, we could finally build another iPhone. Or we could finally, you know, come up with the eyeglasses. So... (laughs) I think it is fundamentally flawed the this like you give companies money and they will so, so the the point not to just say the the president's name is this tax refund money yeah. was probably never going to build products or whatever anyways because they're already using the capital as much as they possibly can right and so the the argument against buybacks is that this money should be used to build factories or yep. research, new create products. jobs. Yeah. Create jobs. And, and there's a, a, definitely an interesting push and pull there, but they probably already doing that to the max of their ability. So it's, so the, I don't believe, I don't believe that the money would have gone there in lieu of something else.
0: Well, I agree with that, but I also don't think it's to the best of their ability. They're saying right now that sixty percent of the company's profits are going towards buybacks, mm. and only forty percent are going to the company itself. Obviously, that's not the best of their ability. They could be; it could be flipped the other way. It could be sixty percent getting put into the company. But what's what what the excuse that I'm hearing from my research is that but, companies but one second. are saying.
1: I, I want to unpack that real quick, Matt, yeah.
0: because you you
1: run a business, sure. and every dollar that you spend you do not pay taxes on right so what better to dodge taxes or save money than to literally reinvest in your business because that's like it's the best
0: yes however and, and know, I mean it also it obviously benefits shareholders of course but here's it all right let's take uh, yeah, if you want to take the uh, Playing devil's all advocate. All right. right. Let's take my little tiny company mm. company of one plus three employees. Let's say, mm. right. I'm the CEO. I can, I have, you know, and I, I make, let's just say for the sake of argument, like I make all this profit, I'm sitting on a hoard of cash, mm. right? I could do a few things. I could either invest in the business, create new products, you know, build a new website, uh, you know, hire more employees, maybe pay my existing employees more money. Mm-hmm. Like, I have all this extra cash. Like, I could invest it in my own company by doing those things. Uh, or I can invest it in my company and just pay myself more money. Yeah. Because I did, I did well. Like, my company's doing well. I, instead of those employees getting more money, I'll get more money. Like, my employees got paid what they get paid. Who cares? Like, we don't need to expand. We're growing Fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is where we are right now. We're in a very booming, a very bullish economy. We are everything's doing fine. You can invest as much as you want to, but you're going to continue to grow. It, shit's happening right now. Yeah. Even Swim University, like we're growing. Like what companies are saying, what more can we do? What how how much more can we grow? Now with Swim U, I could say, well shit, you know, we could create more products. We could create a whole new website. We could create all these extra things. I can hire more employees to take shit off my plate, whatever. But at the same time, like we are growing and I am investing that money. So there's a surplus and where is that going to go? It's probably going to go in my pocket, right? Yeah. And that's how all companies think. And that's what buybacks basically are. It's putting that surplus of cash into the pockets of the shareholders and the shareholders, the majority shareholders, are on the board. They're, they work for the company. Well, so
1: maybe not the majority, but if you think of, like, say, Apple, you know, if all the employees are compensated with shares of the company, and the yeah. executives are super compensated with shares of the company, yeah. then everyone who works for Apple is technically aligned with the shareholders because they all are shareholders. Not they,
0: true. Not true. Not people that work in the factories. I'm pretty sure they don't get stock options. They, they don't work for
1: Apple. They work for Foxconn. Sure. So,
0: I, here's the yeah. So, so the, the point
1: being, I, I, and I want to touch on the executive compensation piece, but but if everyone in the company is a shareholder, right? Yep. Obviously, the stock going up is good for all of them. They they mm-hmm. should their interests should be aligned with just someone who invests in Apple but isn't part of it.
0: The yeah. Company. So here's what we're gonna do. Mm. Um, we're going to take a break because when we come back, I want to talk about, uh, why this is happening right now. Like mm-hmm. why now, why are we, why is this even a thing right now? Fair. And because there is some like there it, it's, it's, there's a reason it's happening, uh, more so now than it's ever happened previously. One, I'll just preface this by saying, don't
1: even say break.
0: All right. All right. wait, wait, All right. And then I also want to get into. <laughs> well, okay it's fine like i want to get into what the fuck does this mean for me mm. i own shares in apple i own i own nothing i own no shares mm. i own no shares in shit i'm not you, investing you in stock do market. though
1: through betterment
0: no no no, no. i'm being Facetious. someone who doesn't yeah okay. well no because 50 percent i read this the other day 50 mm. percent of americans don't own any stock in anything at all
1: perhaps stock buybacks is an incentive to get invested
0: Or not, because now they're all inflated prices, and now it's even more expensive to buy. And if the economy takes a shit, they're going to lose hard. So, uh, break. Okay. So, we're going to take a break. (laughs) We're going to talk about those things, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. So, I want to talk about why, in 2018, are we having this discussion about buybacks when this technically has been going on for almost 30 years. And I read this whole thing... About why we're even allowed to do buybacks. Why, why companies are even allowed to do this. Because after the Great Depression, they basically, the SEC was created and they put a kibosh on buybacks because it is plain and simple stock manipulation. That's what it is. Okay? So the SEC was like.
1: I don't, I don't agree with you. Uh, I, I completely don't right. agree with you. And I would say that Warren Buffett also doesn't agree.
0: Well, that's what I read. I'm not okay. saying that that's my opinion, but it sounds like to me, I was like, yeah, that sounds, sounds, sounds like, like you're reading a lot of liberal media.
1: <laughs> I tried not to.
0: I, I did a couple of those and I did a couple of the other. So sad, Berkshire
1: right? Hathaway has a rule that they actually changed a rule, but they had a rule that they are only allowed to buy shares of Berkshire Hathaway, their own company, if the value is, in, in the stock market is below the intrinsic value meaning that mm-hmm. you add up all their assets, whatever, blah, 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 it's some number, yeah. and the stock is saying below, it's literally undervalued so they can buy it.
0: Right. So, so that makes a safe... perfect sense. That makes a ton of sense. But but my point about this is, I mean, this is just a, a quick history lesson, which was the SS, the SEC, the Ex- Securities and Exchange Commission, which was founded right after the Great Depression, uh, for all those years between, uh, I guess, 1930-ish to 1982, mm. uh, uh, it wasn't illegal to do buybacks, but you would get dinged by the SEC for stock manipulation. That's what that's what would happen. So companies didn't do it. Mm. In 1982, Ronald Reagan hired a, or appointed a guy named John Shad to to uh, to head the SEC, and he basically in 1982 was like, "No, nope, buybacks are cool," and so n- ever since then. Companies have been allowed to do it without getting dinged by the SEC, so that's why it's allowed. And some countries don't allow it, but America does. Mm-hmm. And why in two thousand eight is because, you know, it's been happening. It's not like it hasn't been happening. It's 2018, just two thousand eighteen. You mean two thousand eighteen was like a spike? It's like eight hundred billion in just two thousand eighteen, which is like I I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's it took a big spike. And the spike happened right after the GOP tax cuts were officially in place. And the economy is also doing very well. And uh, these activist investors are a problem of, like, you know, strongholding companies and doing stuff. And so they need to get rid of their cash. And this is one way to do that very quickly without investing in the company in growth. Because the way I looked at it was, Uh, Let's say let's say you're let's say you're Coca-Cola. Right. And you can either you have a choice. You can either pay dividends, which is taxed and great for the shareholders, but like not great for the company as a whole. uh, And just or just more expensive. You could do buybacks or you can invest in the company. You could build a new factory in maybe California. But that is a huge financial risk for them. Right? They could start an entirely new line of, so, of, so of soft drinks. You're
1: saying that uh, the reason all the buybacks are happening is because they're risk-adverse,
0: the companies. I believe, I believe that and the economy is at an all-time high, and there's just no—the the companies that I've heard have said there is no reason—basically, there's, no, there's no reason to, to invest in R&D. Like The, the fucking companies are making money.
1: Hmm.
0: Like, they just are. And so, why are we going to like take these huge risks and build these new industries when they could ultimately fail? When right now we're kind of crushing it, right? The whole economy is like we're crushing. And so, why not reward the shareholders, the people that have that have owned these stocks, and and the and the guys at the very top or the gals, you know, whatever so, at the very top? Like, why not reward the people who are here who've who've helped us get to this this level?
1: On on the the numbers you said there's 800 billion and, and they I, I, I think I maybe read something different but similar where it's like 700 800 billion in stock they expect to be bought back through 2018 yeah in 2018 so so uh, for the longest time and I'll we'll put the link in the show notes uh, you could see research and development by country the spending it's not like a Wikipedia thing and the US had, you could almost set the, your clock to 2.5 percent of GDP is what they spent so considering that uh, we'll spend somewhere between 550 and six hundred billion dollars in r& d this year, less yeah. than buybacks, and that's yep. uh, expected we'll pay 500 billion in dividends. so this essentially doubles like if dividends are giving cash back to shareholders, it doubles yeah what people would get back normally
0: so I mean, look, uh, I have a certain feeling about this because I am like you know, a liberal. I feel like you're you're
1: going towards a conspiracy.
0: No, I'm not. Here's what I believe. And I I would love to be challenged on this. Mm. I believe that these companies, Apple, Tesla, Harley Davidson, who I read, uh, you know, did a $700 million buyback and then days later closed their Kansas City factory. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I believe that these companies should take that surplus of cash and pay their fucking workers.
1: Okay, so <laughs> that's what so, I believe. So let's let's take that and and de decompress it a little Please. bit, because um, so the reason Harley Davidson is doing that is because of supposedly you know I, I don't know the whole whatever, but supposedly because of tariffs and essentially mm-hmm. that it is cheaper to build the motorcycles in Europe. So that their motorcycles won't have a tariff and they'll be more competitive there, and so right. before there were tariffs with Europe, they were building them here and shipping them there, mm-hmm. and as because of all this trade war thing, it essentially killed those jobs, and that that's the reason they're giving, and now I, I actually I actually buy it. I so
0: hmm. yeah,
1: so so that's perhaps the reasoning for there, and then so the other piece is you said um, they should pay us more. Like, they should pay uh, people who work for the companies more. And I watched that video with Robert Reich that uh, you put in your research, and I love the guy. I think he's amazing, and we'll link to in the show notes because if for no other reason than he's compelling, I think he makes a great argument and kind of explains it all well.
0: Yeah, it's an argument. It's not. But here's
1: the thing. So, um... They don't make, and not to like keep going back to Apple, but I think it's just a great example of a lot of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. They don't make the iPhones in the U.S., and right. then you could you could say, I mean, I guess the, the question you ask is like, why? Right? They're they're a Californian company. They're very new, you know U.S. focused, um, mm-hmm. and and the simple reason is that you can't get a bunch of small hands to put together 68 million iPhones a year for an affordable price in the U.S. Right. And, you know, but you can if – and I, I don't mean small hands for other reasons. Like literally <laughs> children are putting them together. I guess that's what I was
0: <laughs> – I was going to say. I was going to call you out on it, but uh, yeah. You, you, you I,
1: you I, I didn't mean anything other than they're literally using like – you're you're 35. they yep. They're like – 18 hopefully hopefully they're all 18 i'm sure they're not but so it's it's very very cheap over there to do it and i guess you could be like well um why don't we pay them more and i guess they companies are only going to pay what they have to pay like you could you could pay you know three hundred dollars for a chair but you could pay eight hundred dollars, and everyone gets a Rolls Royce in the factory that made it. You're still going to buy the three hundred dollar chair, and right. so.
0: But but I, the I, way I mean, like I believe in the idea that like this is this is what trickle down economics is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be when there's a surplus, it trickles down to the to the bottom, and then they have more disposable cash, which ends up going to buy the products anyway, and so everyone wins. A rising tide lifts all boats. But what's ended up what's what's happening is only the shareholders are being rewarded and not the people at the bottom. So here's
1: the thing. So so I think there's so I think trickle down is is bullshit because well, does,
0: that's for, for this reason alone. It's greed over over like trying to make the world a better place. It's like no, let's just keep the guys at the top or gals well, well, again okay. equal rights. Let's let's say Rich.
1: it's not on the company level. Let's just take like you know. Ex Joe Family guy, you know he's got a, sure. a wife and two kids, and he collects a salary, and um, he and he does well for himself, and his family's happy. Yeah. If if he is smart, he will be taking an amount that he earns and saving it away, investing it, essentially, in in, in a large way taking it out of the economy. Yes. Right. And anyone we believe, I I certainly believe that that is smart is investing for their future and essentially. Packing away some nuts, you know, for, for a winter or whatever. Yes. And so anyone at the top of a company or in whatever position is going to do the same thing, obviously in, in larger amounts. Um, what raises wages is demand for the people, right? Like right. If, if you are a basket weaver um, and that's all <laughs> okay. that you can do, right. you know, you're not going to earn a lot and there maybe is not a lot of competition for them. So it's, it's and, cheap, and they
0: make up uh, what forty-five percent of the population of fast Right, weavers? exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, huge numbers.
1: But but if you are a rocket scientist, of which maybe there's very very few, sure. And you know, with SpaceX and Blue Origin and all these startups around the space area happening, your wage is going to fly through the roof because everyone wants you. And so, sure. you like companies won't just overpay, and it's against shareholders' interest to do that.
0: I know. And that's the, but that's the thing. This all goes back. I to, think it's
1: an unfair argument because I don't think it would maybe, have happened anyways.
0: But here's the thing: only fifty percent of Americans own stocks at all, and out of that fifty percent, a very, very small number own most of those stocks. Mm. You know what I mean? So who's really the one? Who are really the people benefiting from these stock buyouts? At it's top. not. It's at the very, very top, and so mm. my. And again, I am. I am. I will say that I am a liberal. Like that's that's just where I, I it's where I land in the world. You know, like. But I think I understand. I understand the argument, and I kind of I get it too. Like I get why a company by uh, a company wouldn't want to pay their employees more money. You know, I just I understand it. So I don't agree with it, but I understand it. You know, I don't. I don't run my company that way. Mm. So, but that's because I choose to believe a certain set of principles but i think that over time what this is creating and what robert reich is like kind of his whole new thing is about is this it's creating the the income it's creating the wealth gap Mm. and this is one of the things that's creating it very quickly
1: i i would agree
0: and so what does this mean for people like us everyone here who does we invest in betterment we Mm. all right for me I don't own individual stocks in Tesla or Apple, but I own index funds in a bunch of things. I use Betterment. That's how I do my investing. I have a Roth IRA. And index
1: funds own all these companies that we talk about. Uh, exactly.
0: Yeah. What does all of this mean for me?
1: Well, uh, if you've looked at your Betterment account, um, you're probably a very happy man.
0: Yeah, it's going up.
1: Right? Because these you're a shareholder. And so- yeah. All of these billions of dollars. So, and, and I think this is when I was sitting on the couch and I was like, oh, God, how am I going to debate Matt on this? I, I, I can feel the, the degree that you're coming going to come on one side of the argument. And I think that <laughs> if, if you are, you know, like a basket weaver that is not making a lot.
0: So relatable.
1: So relatable. I, I, <laughs> this, this Basket weaving. We ran like a industry. pretty ad hoc sur- survey. I think eighty percent of the audience were basket weavers. So I'm just unbelievable. I'm really trying to play to the Literally basket contingent.
0: Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> so uh, go on. If if you took whatever, I don't know, maybe it was like fifty dollars a month. Say, is all that you could spare. Yeah. It, the the cool thing about investing in the market is that it's a percentage return so you would gain the same percentage if you had fifty dollars or fifty thousand dollars invested you know right. obviously if you have more and you'll make more so the way that you can take advantage of whatever greed's happening is to be invested in index funds like, like but to you,
0: already be invested
1: well right so we'd be assuming that the train is just getting started which i i don't believe no you know i believe it's Getting towards the last stop.
0: Yeah. I would say, uh, so okay. sell, sell. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, look, what does this mean? Because I've, you know, do you know who Larry Fink is? You know, BlackRock is?
1: Yeah. Tell so us, tell this, us, though.
0: Wrote, uh, it's one of the largest investment companies in the world. Asset they're, managers. Like, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're like, they're on the side of like, this, they're on the warning side of this because the other way I want to go is, yes, right now, short term, anyone who's invested in index funds, the stock market in general, any of these big companies who are doing these, these buybacks are benefiting. Like the money is going up, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your, your value per share is going up. That is what's happening. But there's a lot of people... Who are who are kind of big in this industry who are sort of like throwing up these warning flags like this could lead to somewhere bad.
1: I have a really interesting stat for you, if if you don't mind.
0: Well, let me let me read this quote mm. by this guy, Larry Fink. Good. Because he said, We certainly believe that returning cash to shareholders should be a part of a balanced capital strategy. However, when done for the wrong reasons at the expense of capital investment, it can jeopardize a company's ability to generate sustainable long-term returns. Mm. And that's, that is sort of where I kind of land. I, that quote for me is, it, it, it all of this buyback shit in my eyes feels so short-term and we believe in super long-term sustainable companies you know, just investment investing for the long Absolutely. term. Absolutely, that this feels like this whole like surge of buybacks, like this crazy surge of buybacks, feels like a red flag similar to like the subprime mortgages of two thousand eight.
1: So I will say that personally, I agree with you a hundred percent. Okay. Um, as a shareholder of Apple. I am also enormously happy that all of the money is coming back to me in whatever sure. form, um, and I have a really interesting quote to perhaps put the buybacks into perspective. So, okay, have you heard of like quantitative easing? You know I have. No. You, so basically, when we were, when we were in like 2008, and everything was shitty. Yeah. Um, the uh, Treasury uh, bought U.S. Treasuries. And just bonds to essentially prop the market up. Yes. And from roughly 2008 to 2015, the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, mm-hmm. bought $3.7 trillion in U.S. treasuries and bonds just to push the stock market up. Yes. Right? Push bonds up, everything up.
0: Um, and it helped. And they lower interest rates.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so we could spend more money. And the, the years are not exactly the same because I said 2008 to 2015 was 3.7 trillion, but from 2007 to 2016, S and P 500 companies distributed 4.2 trillion to shareholders through stock buybacks. So these companies spent more money juicing the stock market than the Federal Reserve did. Yeah. And the Federal Reserve uh, for anyone who's like, oh my God, you mentioned the most corrupt – You know, everyone has all their thoughts about the Federal Reserve, sure. which, which I think are ridiculous. These companies actually juiced things more, so right. you know we have whatever happened with that plus this. So the the stock market is not the economy; they're not the same thing. They're yes. they're not really related. And I think stock buybacks is a great example of. So if.
0: Right. Because so- here's, here's, here's the deal, right? Mm. Here's why that, that those things don't correlate, at least in my eyes. And you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. Because guess what? If 50% of Americans who don't own stocks stop buying iPhones because they can't literally afford iPhones anymore, Apple has no fucking money. Mm. So guess who's, guess who's losing money at the top? you know because the whole even just the even just the United States doesn't have money to put apple in a cash sur- surplus anymore like they they no one's buying the products but right now everyone is mm. and so when that disappears it you're right the, the stock market does not dictate the economy in fact it's the other way around right the economy is what will kill a stock market yeah and and i you know, I it go. So anyway, is that the so, end of your point? So I, 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 I guess
1: the 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 point is. So if you have the Federal Reserve putting three point seven trillion in, and uh, the F- S and P five hundred companies putting four point two trillion in to essentially mm-hmm. push up values of stocks and bonds, yep. you have about eight trillion dollars right now that is essentially juicing the numbers. Yeah right yeah. it's it's not it's coo- not are we
0: cooking the books is, <laughs> well, that, is, is that another way <laughs> you know I don't know I don't know so, what does this mean so so to go back it,
1: it should maybe make you nervous I think it makes me nervous All right. the fact that Warren Buffett has an insane amount of cash on the sidelines uninvested yeah. makes me nervous
0: right so what do we? do as, you know, your 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 general run of the mill investors, like your are you know, maybe the bottom rung of in investing people. You know, you have your top tier people who are like, I don't know. The guys Carl doing blow on on Wall Street. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. You know, yeah, I can, you know, like yeah, Carl, right? So there's though there's those, you know, people and then there's like us. Mm. What do we do? So here's the thing is and uh, I'm kind of looking at you. So like yeah, I yeah. kind of need your like f- real, fucking guttural. I think you know the feelings. biggest
1: travesty are the people who were f- afraid as a result of 2007, which was terrible, and then missed this insane bull run—the biggest, longest, bestest blah 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 in history. Yeah, they, they missed the opportunity to grow insanely. The value. So people like
0: me, people who didn't invest in 2008.
1: But but you eventually got on the train well sure. before today, and so
0: that's true. We could we
1: could debate that we're halfway to the top. You know, we have we as much to go up. We could debate yeah. that we're at the top. Uh, you know, who who knows? And sure. so so it's like what what do you do? Yeah. Um, we don't know what the answers are, and we'd be you. You should literally delete the podcast if if <laughs> like we're telling you what we think. We're not we're not like future seers. We're not you know. That'd be ridiculous.
0: Soothsayers, if you will. Yeah, any, anyone
1: who does, you shouldn't believe them. Sure. But uh, maybe in lieu of, like, say you had like, I don't know, five thousand dollars just sitting yeah. there. You know, like, yes. instead of investing like, it all today, uh, you should dollar cost average it, just a little bit every month, because if you're you're buying say,
0: it different, yeah.
1: Say, say you're like Matt and you're thirty-five, right? You you're maybe well, why'd you why'd you ring that in there? <laughs> I just because it's so old. Ugh. You you have a good 20 plus years until you would retire.
0: And I was so say until you die. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good 15 20 years before you kick the bucket. So what do you do? Uh,
1: the thing is, the price today doesn't really matter cuz in 20 years it's just going to be honestly so much higher. And so Right. You you got to kind of just put something in. You got to do it. A little bit every month and just be yeah. consistent so, with it.
0: Yeah. So so you're saying like now's not the time to like – Go all in. Get a, yeah, go all – like get a huge inheritance or a huge bonus. Double down on Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now's the time to just stay the course.
1: Right. I and if you weren't cautious
0: – Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask this question. Let's say someone listening right now wants to start investing in the stock market. Mm-hmm. You know, they they maybe they just found out about found out about the podcast. They're like, yeah, you know, I heard these guys talk about Betterment. I want to start throwing money in there, mm-hmm. but then they hear this episode and they're like, oh shit. Well, if if everything's so expensive, maybe I shouldn't. So that's that's bad.
1: So one, I think that you have to be putting into something like Betterment, anyways, because like, what about twenty years from now? And I think right. that's that's how you should think, but. If you were Long-term. like, well, that's not good enough, Andrew, and I want something decent to put my money in that's not going to, I don't know, fall off a cliff, and not to, know, not to say that it is, um, there are other things that you could put your money in that aren't juiced by buybacks. For example, uh, you could buy rental properties, or yeah. in lieu of that work, you could invest in Fundrise, which is investing in projects, essentially in the real estate market. So that you could, uh, and it just comes to being diversified, I guess.
0: But you, but you should still be investing even in today, even in the bullish, booming market. You should still be investing. You should start now, gotta even know if that even you don't it, know anything. Well, here's the thing: even if we're at the very top, like let's just say tomorrow, next year, over. yeah. Let's all right. Let's just say tomorrow, we you know the the cycle you know continues and we take a huge dip and all the stocks are cheap again. Mm. Well, if you start it now, yes, the stocks that you bought now are more expensive, but tomorrow they'll be cheap and you're still buying those same stocks. So over, t- over the next 20 years, you've bought some at the high, you've bought some at the low, and it, and it averages out to be like a pretty decent price mm. for you. Whereas if, if you took all of your cash right now, bought it all today, and then tomorrow you had nothing to invest, well, yeah, you just bought everything at the very top.
1: And I think that's the point is like, don't uh, blow it all now, right? It's it's perhaps a little expensive to, I, I, I held back on that.
0: I, <laughs> I, I, can, just, I can see your I face. Had no, no, like, I had nothing. It, say it. I thought I had something. I had nothing. It just sounded <laughs> like I could comment on it, but I, I didn't.
1: But like, so say you had the $5,000 and you're going to be like, fine, you know what? I will use dollar cost averaging, which would imply that maybe you put like five hundred dollars a month in over ten right. months, or yes. two hundred dollars in over however many months that is. But
0: or a hundred dollars a month, yeah, or ten dollars a month, literally anything.
1: And and it's basically gets the habit, get the habit started, and yeah. automate it, and then pull yourself out of.
0: Sure. The whatever. Do you think that this, th- this activity. Is gonna help us get to that bad part, and and when you mean, I say you mean back, the buybacks, I, like are they gonna well, get? Yeah, us? the buybacks. Because I get asked now. Now that I'm like back on the show, I'm getting text messages from my friends and family. Like, what do you think's gonna happen? You know, <laughs> I don't know, but I do have a gut. Re- I mean, I, I have a gut feeling, and I had a gut feeling before I was back on the show too, because I mm. do follow the news and i I do follow financial news as well. But I, you know. Here, what I know is that we're the stock market is cyclical, the economy is cyclical, and there are booms and busts. But we had a real bad bust in two thousand eight. Like it was pretty that's, fucking. That's deep. also
1: a very long time ago at this point.
0: Sure was ten years ago. But but it was deep. So not all recession, not all busts are full blown recessions, mm. right? Or full blown like we had one depression. And then, like, maybe, like, two or three recessions. But then, like, we've also had, like, just corrections, like little tiny dips.
1: Maybe it's, like, 10%, you know, and that would be yeah. pretty hardcore even.
0: Right. I believe that we are not doing the subprime shit that we did in 2007, right, or, or, or leading up to 2007. We're not doing that, uh, or at least at the scale we were doing it before where no one caught it. So people are like, wow, houses seem so expensive now. Like, like it just, and it, everything just feels expensive. Like it feels like the bottom is going to drop out from under us because it happened, you know, 10 years ago.
1: Mm.
0: I don't think we're going to have that. I, I mean, this is, I'm not making a prediction because that's stupid, but my gut says that, you know, we're probably going to have a correction. We're probably going to, you know, see things take a small dip, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be as massive as we've seen before. And I, I mean, I could be wrong. Mm. But, and I probably am, but it's just I kind of wanna I'm kind of leaning more towards like the more optimistic side of like you know i don't I'm not praying for a recession, I'm praying for a correction because I would like housing prices to drop just like a little bit, <laughs> you know personally, but I don't know how do you feel about that
1: so uh as I've said over many episodes at this point, um Laura and I are slow dripping in to our yep. investments, I would say. Very, very, uh, the slowest ever. Yeah, um, and you're if being you, ca- you're
0: cautious when you're at the top. And right? if you
1: saw the the amount that we're investing versus the, what is coming in, you'd be like, "Wow, yeah, we're we're just checking you're hoarding the, cash. We're right? checking the box. We're um, I you you said you're praying for a recession,
0: not like a depression." No, I'm pay- no, I'm praying for it. no. Oh, you're, pr- I'm you're praying pray- for a
1: correction, not a recession. no, no, no.
0: I'm not even praying for it. I, I don't no. pray either. But I'm, I'm, me I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a correction, meaning like a small drop, and not a fucking bottom drop out from underneath us, two thousand eight recession situation.
1: So I, I guess I am throwing into the pot so I could take advantage of whatever's happening now. But I am yep. uh, excessively prepared for. You know, if everything drops 10%, uh, you know, I would take advantage. And if it drops 50%, I will have, I'll have the best time of my life.
0: So, all right, because we're going to wrap things up, but mm. I just – that's an interesting thing. So you're hoarding cash uh, – correct me if I'm wrong in, in assuming what you just said. Mm. You're hoarding cash right now because you're a little bit of a pessimist right i feel or like i'm an you're, eternal you're,
1: optimist that it thinks everyone yeah. i think everyone's crazy but right but now.
0: You're, you're 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 seeing you see the trends like you pull back the you know you pull back the dates and you're like okay well shit this is a this is going to have to drop soon right this is going to have to go down mm. it could go down a lot it could go down a little but you're just hoarding the cash right now for when it for when it inevitably does drop and then you're going to take that cash and invest it when it's lower
1: I want rental properties, and they are a little expensive now. So I want to get them really, really cheap.
0: Yeah, I understand. All right. Do you feel like we covered, you know, it?
1: I, I think that we did, um, okay. and I think we talked about a lot of other things in there that that yeah. maybe were more interesting than just buybacks in general.
0: Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, buybacks are pretty simple, right? It's yeah. It's corporates, corporate corporate uh, companies. Buying back shares of their own company in the open market. Yeah, and
1: look, it increases their compensation, and
0: and yeah, it increases the uh, each stock or each share value artificially, technically, because it's mm-hmm. not like the company's doing so well that the and the, that the stock went up on its own. The stock's going up in value, or the share is going up in value because there's less there's less shares on the market, mm. so. That's what a buyback is. And
1: it's, it's weird metric manipulation that everyone is kind of um, in cahoots over.
0: Yeah. And it's happening more in 2018 than it's ever happened since it's been pretty much allowed to happen. And it's a red flag to some people and just a normal thing for others. Mm. You know, people taking advantage of where we are. And scene. and scene. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, uh, if you missed anything that we talked about, we'll have everything in the show notes. Awesome videos, check... r- oh, article
1: yeah. to, from Vox that was awesome. The Very Wikipedia well. Wikipedia thing. We, we did a yep. bunch of research. Maybe it didn't all come through, but it'll be in the show notes.
0: Yeah. And this is a good uh, keyword to go after there, Andrew. Stock buybacks. Is, uh, definitely on the rise, for sure. I looked <laughs> it up in HRFs before I uh, jumped on. Uh, So you can either check your preferred podcast app or you can visit ListenMoneyMatters.com slash show to get that information. And please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts and tell your friends about us. Point them to your favorite episode like this one. And hopefully (laughs) they'll become a subscriber too. Hey, if you you are trying to describe uh, stock buybacks at a party and they don't know what you're talking about, be like, look. Listen to this Somebody Matters, the most recent episode or this episode, and have a or, good
1: time. Or tell everyone, because you listened, like, how'd you learn this? Just be like, I just know things because I'm brilliant. Yeah. And, and
0: don't mention us at all. <laughs> because
1: then, you're a smart, sexy person who knows things.
0: Yep. <laughs> and all your friends are going to be, you know, fanning you with banana leaves and mm. feeding you grapes at the party, and you'll be drinking... Loads and loads of beer, wine, white claw, whatever your flavor <laughs> of of booze, rumplemints, or not water, perhaps. If you think we missed something in this episode, please join the list of Money Matters community on Facebook, and we'll talk more about it there. We're gonna. I feel like uh, this will
1: be very. Uh, <laughs> could, yeah, 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 could yeah yeah
0: yeah could it could be mm. I mean that's hey it's, it's 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 a kind of part political belief part actually things that are happening part soothsaying part all the things it's got it's got everything it's a it's a wonderful wonderful complex topic so join just go to listenmoneymatters.com slash community and you can join our facebook group we'll talk more about it over there and if you have any questions or topics you would like us to discuss on this show in the future email us listenmoneymatters at gmail.com also in this episode we mentioned some tools like betterment uh and we mentioned other tools in other episodes, and they're all available at listofmoneymatters.com slash toolbox, all one word. So that's it, Andrew. This was great. This video. actually yeah. was, yeah. All right, excellent. Well, wait a minute.